0: Yep, that's what we're going to do. Um, and uh, she knew where we were because this, that's what we do. We systematically work through um, books of the Bible. And, and so this doesn't give me as a, a preacher the luxury of skipping over things. Um, if it were all up to me, this might would be one of those passages that we would skip over. Uh, because honestly, um, this is not uh, one of the sermons that I really look forward to preaching. about some stuff that's very countercultural um, that doesn't go along with what the world around us says and uh, and we know that it's in the Bible and so therefore we we as as Christians um, as a, a church we believe that what God says in his word is true and we believe that he loves us and what he's put in there he's put in there for a reason and and so therefore there's a reason today is also one of those passages in scripture where um, some people that do not want to believe in the Bible will um, go to a passage like this passage and say, see, look, all this mess is in there. Like, why would you believe in a book that includes all of that? Like, why would you believe in a book that includes all of this mess? it is in there um, because I see that what they're dealing with here is stuff that's still around today and that's what we're going to look at today is we're going to look at the problems that we see that come up through this passage. Um, there's there's not a lot of good that happens in here um, and so we're going to see all of the problems and all the messed up world um, that these people lived in and then we're going to go back and look at those same problems and So starting in um, Judges 19, uh, verse 1. In those days, when there was no king in Israel, a certain Levite was sojourning in the remote parts of the hill country of Ephraim, who took to himself a concubine from Bethlehem in Judah. And so here we see uh, the first problem that we'll continue to see throughout this whole chapter is a major problem. the view of women, the view of women in this culture at this time. Um, he took for himself a concubine. What that means was he took for himself a woman that was like a second grade wife. Um, so if she didn't have the full status of wife. Um, she was like second tier. And so as we go through the passage, at times they'll be referred to as husband and wife. and times they'll be referred to as concubine and master. culture of how they viewed women. And they viewed women as a possession, as women were something to be owned, something to have. Um, basically, uh, they viewed women as, in this case, he views her as a sex slave, um, is, is what this is saying. And, uh, and so that is the first problem that we see here in this passage. And it goes on, and his concubine was unfaithful to him. So in this messed up second tier marriage. Um, They now have marital problems. And uh, she went away from him to her father's house in Bethlehem in Judah and was there some four months. Then her husband arose and went after her to speak kindly to her and bring her back. He had with him his servant and a couple of donkeys. And so we see problem number two is the breakdown of marriage. We see that in this messed up wouldn't want to run back to her dad's house if she's seen as the second tier, you know, I'm a possession, I'm property of, of this man kind of view. And uh, and it goes on, verse 4, and his father-in-law, the girl's father, made him stay, and he remained with him three days. So they ate and drank and spent the night there. And on the fourth day, they arose early in the morning, and he prepared to go. But his girl's father said to his son-in-law, strengthen your heart with the and after that you may go. So the two of them sat and ate and drank together, and the girl's father said said to the man, be pleased to spend the night and let your heart be merry. And when the man rose up to go, his father-in-law pressed him till he spent the night there again, and on the fifth day he rose early in the Evening, please spend the night. Behold, the day draws to its close. Lodge here and let your heart be merry. And tomorrow you shall rise early in the morning for your journey and go home. But the man would not spend the night, he rose up and departed. And so we see here um, once again that this first problem, problem number one, is reiterated. He goes to get the woman back, right? His intent was to go speak nice things to her to convince her to come back with him up just being this conversation and this party between him and her father. Both of them view the whole situation as if she's just property to be owned. As opposed to what God had set set up from the creation of the world, um, from the very beginning, from before the time where any problems came in, um, before sin, God said that there's to be a man and a woman, and that they're to leave their father and mother. So they end up not being able to get all the way uh, to their home where they were going to, and they have to find somewhere else to stay. And so that's where where we pick up in um, verse 11. When they were near Jebus, uh, the day was nearly over, and the servant said to his master, Come now, let us turn aside to the city of the Jebusites and spend the night in it. And his master said to him, We will not turn aside to the city of foreigners who do not belong to the people of Israel, but we will pass on said to his young man, Come, let us draw near to one of these places and spend the night at Gibeah or at Ramah. So they passed on and went their way. And the sun went down on them near Gibeah, which belongs to Benjamin. They turned aside their was supposed to be the custom in this day. That was supposed to be what was to happen. Um, This was in a day and age before you had hotels, before you had hostels, before you had bed and breakfast or anything like that. If someone was traveling, um, the custom was to invite them into your house. 16, and behold, an old man was coming from his work in the field at evening. The man was from the hill country of Ephraim. That's the same area where this Levite's from. And he was sojourning in Gibeah. So he's not even from this town, um, but he's living there. And the men of the place were Benjaminites. And he lifted up his eyes and saw the traveler in the open square of the city. And the old man said, where are you going and where do you come from? And he said to him, we are passing from Bethlehem and Judah to the remote parts of the hill country of Ephraim. From Which I come. I went to Bethlehem in Judah, and I am going to the house of the Lord, but no one has taken me into his house. We have straw and feed for our donkeys, and bread and wine for me and your female servant, and the young man with your servants. There is no lack of anything. And the old man said, Peace be to you, I will care for all of your wants, only do not spend the night in the square. So he brought him into the Not really a safe area. Well, as they were making their hearts merry, behold, the men of the city, worthless fellows, surrounded the house, beating on the door, and they said to the old this man So that made me say, well, what is the Vancouver Pride Parade? I'm obviously not from here, and so I want to, what is it that the Prime Minister is going to? And so I did a Google search and hit images for Vancouver Pride Parade. I would encourage you not to do that. Lots of of things pop up when you Google search images of the Vancouver Pride Parade. Um, Because although it might sound like the Pride is in Vancouver, um, the images really appear that the Pride is in any sexual activity. Is to be a part of that parade and uh, be a part of that experience, and um, I don't say that to belittle him or anything like that. Like that's the popular thing in our culture today, and as a politician, he's wanting to be popular um, so that he can keep his job, and so I get that, I understand what he's doing and why he's doing it, Um, but still, when you saying this is what did happen and this is how bad to be true, and so if I love you,